there is nothing worse than potential unrealized. We all have things that hold us back. What if we could find a way to get us unstuck? I'm Lachelle Weeby, and I am going to walk alongside you as you make the decision to get unstuck. Tune in as I help you realize that you are not alone, inspire hope, and offer practical solutions to help you step boldly into the life that you are meant to live. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode four of the Unstuck Podcast, where I, Lachelle Weemey, am going to walk alongside of you to help you get unstuck and walk boldly into the life that you are meant to live. Now, the last couple of weeks, we've talked about helping you step boldly into the life that you're meant to live. But what if you don't really know what that life is? Or what if you really just aren't quite believing that you are capable of it? So I want to begin today's episode with a question for you. Now, I want you to take a moment and I want you to imagine, like really imagine, eyes closed into it. And I want you to think about what you would do tomorrow if you woke up and time was abundant and money was no object, what would you do with your day, with your life? Who would you be doing it with and what would you do? Now, my 10-year-old son actually asked me a variation of that question a couple weeks ago, and I thought it was so insightful because it really does make us think about what would, would we be doing. It would help us to think about what we would be doing if we were given the opportunity. If time and money was not a barrier, if we knew that we couldn't fail, how would we be showing up in the world today? And what I told him is that I would be getting off of the plane with my family on a Mediterranean cruise. I would be traveling the world speaking. I would be impacting people, helping them walk boldly into life that they're meant to live. But being able to see their faces when their light bulb moments go on in their head and to know that I'm living that out would be amazing. But we as a family would be enjoying this beautiful world that God has given us and and stepping boldly into that as well. And that's what I told him. And so that's what I would love for you guys to think about. What would you do if you woke up tomorrow and you could do anything you wanted to do? You had all the tools, you had all the knowledge, you had all the resources, you had all the money, you had all the time. What would you be doing and with whom would you be doing it? Now that's all, you know, fun and dandy and and a great little fun exercise, right? But my question to you is, and the thing that's going to lead us into today's podcast episode is, on a scale from one to 10, how much do you believe that you are actually capable of seeing that life, that vision into reality for yourself? Now, when I was getting my certification for the John Maxwell team as a public speaker and coach, I had the privilege of listening to one of my fellow JMT members tell a story about how he was preparing for his keynote speech that he had to give. And the president of the John Maxwell team, Paul Martinelli, was offering to coach him. One of the things that Paul had this guy do is send him an outline of the speech that he was going to be making. So he poured into this because this is a really big deal, right? He was going to be giving this big keynote speech in front of thousands of people in the John Maxwell team, and he knew that he was going to have to do it well. So he poured his heart and soul into this outline, and he sent it to Paul, and it didn't take very long for Paul to send an email back. And you guys, you know what it said? Something very simple, but this is what it said. Is this the best that you can do? 
Now, I'm going to guess that that literally just broke his heart. He probably was like, oh my gosh, I have bored into this. This is, you know, my best work. I really am trying hard. And and that's the response he got. I probably would have started crying, honestly. But the guy is like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to have to try harder. And he poured into it some more. He asked his wife to look at it. The two of them brainstormed. They, they perfected it to the best of their ability. And he sent the revised outline to Paul Martinelli. Now, Paul's response back from that one was something that was a little unexpected. You know what he said? His response to that second outline, the one that he knew that there was not a single thing left that he could do, was, is this the best you can do? Now, that would have broken many people, and I'm sure that it would have again made, I'm sure that it would again made me start to cry. But he composed himself and he sent an email back to Paul and he said, you know, sir, yes, this is the best that I can do. Uh, my wife and I have both poured into this. We've gotten feedback. We think that this is really the best that we can provide. And Paul's third response to the email is something that has stuck with me. And I think it'll stick with you as well. Paul said, okay, now I will read it. That was so impactful because I think so often, you guys, we hold ourselves back because we don't think that we're capable of more and that we really need somebody to just push us outside of that comfort zone, push us outside of what we think we're capable of and outside the lid that we've placed on our own potential. And during this experience, Paul was just that for this gentleman. And that's what I'm hoping that I can be for you today. Now, I'm going to get really vulnerable in today's episode, so bear with me, and I'm asking you to give me some grace, but I'm going to tell you something about myself that, in all honesty, I haven't really told anyone because it's that scary. I grew up in a really small town on a farm in southern Minnesota. I graduated second in my class, and I was awarded a full-ride academic scholarship to the University of Minnesota at Morris. From the time I can remember, probably third grade, I knew that I wanted to be a doctor, and it was something that I had always dreamed of doing. I had always done well in school. I was always very driven. But the problem was, is that I didn't have anyone in my family that had ever been a doctor. In fact, I didn't have anybody in my family that had a four-year degree. And I will tell you that my own limiting beliefs started to really come to the surface when I got to college. I mean, what made me think that I could actually do this? What made me think that I would actually be capable of going to medical school and becoming a doctor? What made me think that I was somebody that could actually make that happen? And I let my own limiting beliefs get in my way. You know, I started coming up with excuses. I mean, this is a girl who has never had a B in my entire life coming up with excuses of why this is not possible for me. And I made up excuses that would make me feel better, that I didn't have to necessarily admit that I was scared or that I didn't believe that I could do it, but legitimate excuses to make people think like, okay, you know, that makes sense. And so here's one of the lame excuses that I came up with. My grandpa's sister, so not even a real close relative, had rheumatoid arthritis. And I was working at the health service since the college, and I thought, you know what, what if I had rheumatoid arthritis and I didn't find out? And I went to all the school to become a surgeon because that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be a cardiac surgeon and I'd get through all of my schooling and my fingers would stop working. So maybe I should get myself tested for rheumatoid arthritis. Well, guess what, guys? That lab came back negative. I didn't have rheumatoid arthritis. Thank goodness, right? But it also meant that I didn't have that excuse that I could fall back on, which is why I didn't think that I should apply to medical school. 
Then I ended up meeting this amazing physician assistant who worked with his wife, who was a cardiac surgeon in the hospital in Fargo. And I thought, wow, like maybe I could do what he's doing. He's in surgery, he's operating, but yet he has the ability to do some other really cool things and not have to be married to his job. And I thought to myself, you know, I don't want to look back on my life when I'm 85 and regret pouring everything I had into my career when I could have been with my family. And so that was what I was really grabbing onto and and telling people like, you know what, I've decided not to go to medical school because I really just don't want to be married to my job. I don't want to have those regrets when I'm 85. I want to be able to be a working mom and not have to feel like I'm completely torn and have to devote my entire life to my career. But if I had to be really, really, really honest with you guys, that was another BS story that I told myself that was a good out. It was a way that made me look like I was wise, but really in all reality, I was scared. I was too scared giving up my 4.0 average. I was too scared of failing. I was too scared of thinking that I could do this and then not being able to do it. And I gave myself the easy out and did not pursue my dreams. Now that I'm older and wiser and have proven myself, you know, able to do all kinds of things, I have my doctorate degree now, but it's not the same. I look back at my 18-year-old self and I knew that I had these terrible, terrible limiting beliefs that were keeping me from actually fulfilling what I had been dreaming of since I was very, very young. Why is it so much that we let ourselves and our fears get in the way of our dreams? Our habits, our beliefs, our perceptions are what drive us into action. And this action is where we get our results. And so the fact is, is that my own belief system and my own perception of what I felt like I was capable of led to my action, which then led to the results of getting or not getting what I had planned to do. Now, again, I don't have any doubt that my plan is exactly the way God had intended it for it to be. And I have no doubt that I could have, if I went back and done a great job, and I have no regrets But what I will say is that I know that that was just one example of a way that I sold myself short because I didn't believe in myself. So what I want to do is walk you guys through how to build that belief in yourself so that you and I are no longer letting our self-limiting beliefs keep us from fulfilling the life that God intends for us to live. He's giving all of us an amazing purpose and potential, and it is up to us to not leave this earth without fulfilling the amazing plan that he has for us. Enough selling ourselves short, enough of not believing in ourselves, and let's start to train our brain in a different way, because if we don't believe that we are capable of it, we're never going to do it. If you don't believe that you can start a business and be successful, then you're not going to be able to follow the rest of the steps to success. If you don't believe that you can actually lose weight, you're not going to be able to follow the rest of the steps to be successful in that either. If you don't believe that you're capable of going back to school, then you're not going to be able to follow the rest of the steps to be successful. If you don't believe that you are going to be able to save your marriage, then you're not going to be able to follow the rest of the steps to make that successful. That belief is where it starts. Because when you have a belief in yourself and when you know that you are indeed capable of it, that's when you are going to have the perseverance to actually show up. And when you have perseverance, that means that you're going to continue to do the activities that you need to increase the skill. And when you increase your skill, you'll have the opportunity to have increased opportunities. And with those increased opportunities, you're only going to get more success. And with that success, you're going to have more belief in yourself. 
And with that increased belief in yourself, you're going to have more perseverance and then increased skill and then increased opportunities and then more success. And the cycle is going to go on and on and on, but it will not start if you do not have that basic minimum belief in yourself that you are indeed capable of going after it, capable of showing up, capable of taking the small steps that are going to actually get you to where you want to go. If you don't believe that it's possible, you're not going to take the first step. So today we are going to work on your belief, your belief in you, so that you can start to take the steps necessary in order to fulfill what it is that you are being called to do. The first thing that we have to do when we want to challenge this is to think about our belief systems. And our belief systems are actually all the stories that we tell ourselves to define our perceived personal sense of reality. So in my research on this and on our belief systems, I've discovered a couple of very interesting points. The first one being that only 5% of what we do actually comes from our conscious mind. Our conscious mind allows us our, our ability to be able to accept or reject a thought that comes into it. We can either accept it as true or we can reject it as being false. And it's only in play about 5% of our time. That means that about 95% of what we do is actually driven by our subconscious or unconscious mind. And our past has created the blueprint that guides what we do and our belief system. Now, here are a couple of interesting things that I've learned about our subconscious mind. Number one is that many of the things that we have already formed in our subconscious mind have been created by the time we're seven years old. That means that by the time we're seven, we've already determined a preconceived idea of what we can and cannot accomplish. Now, the other thing that I've learned about our subconscious mind is that it can only accept so when something goes through our conscious mind and it's filtered into our subconscious mind, our subconscious mind can only accept it, which means that our subconscious mind assumes that it is true. Now let's think about this for a second. If anything that comes into our subconscious mind is interpreted as being true, and many of the things that have been put there happened by the time we're seven, we really didn't get much of a say, did we? We think about what our parents have taught us or TV or society around us when we're really, really little, and we don't know any better than to accept it. And so many of the ideas that we have in our subconscious mind about who we are as people, many of the belief systems that we have built within ourselves were done without really much say. We automatically accepted it. And when it was ingrained into our subconscious mind, it's all we know and it's what we know to be true, whether it really is or not. Now, I'm making the subconscious mind maybe sound bad, and it's not. It's actually beautiful in the sense that it allows for us to kind of go into a autopilot mode. So you can think of your subconscious as the blueprint in which our body turns to to know what to do next. And when you think about this, like how exhausting would it be to consciously think about every single time we open our mouths to chew or every single time we move our fingers to pick something up? It would be exhausting. And so our subconscious mind is beautiful in that it allows us to conserve energy. And it allows for us to kind of turn on that autopilot and look to the blueprint in order for us to know what to do, what to think, how to feel. Now, this is great, right? Our subconscious allows us to be able to do all kinds of things without having to think about it. But one of the drawbacks to our subconscious is the fact that it is designed to keep us safe. It is designed to steer us towards what is safe, what is familiar, and what aligns with our predetermined evidence of what I can or cannot accomplish. 
So if we're ever facing something that seems to be out of our comfort zone and we feel our fear rising up, it's our subconscious that's trying to keep us safe. Now that could be amazing if I was being chased by a lion, right? But most of the things that we're scared of or fearful of are not actually going to hurt us. And it's our subconscious that's keeping us from stepping out of our comfort zone. And it's our subconscious that's trying to keep us safe because it's going to go back to where those ideas were formed in that belief system of what I can and cannot accomplish. And again, many of that was formed by the time I was seven years old. So is it really fair that we gauge our ability and our dreams based on the idea of what a seven-year-old thought they were capable of? I don't think so. It's time for us to challenge that. And we're going to do it today. Now, here's something else that I learned that was super fascinating. Our subconscious mind is actually, you know, again, the one that's driving most of the time. But because of that, 85% of our thoughts that are being driven in our subconscious mind are actually repetitive in nature. Can you believe that? And of those 85% of repetitive thoughts, 90% of them are actually negative. That is why we sometimes find ourselves drowning in thoughts of fear and doubt and self-limiting beliefs. How does that make you feel to know that 85% of our thoughts are repetitive and 90% of those thoughts are negative in nature? It might validate the fact that there's nothing wrong with you and that you're experiencing a lack of belief or an overwhelming broken record of self-talk. And these truths might actually also leave you feeling helpless and frustrated and powerless. Now, if you're the one who's raising your hand as you're listening to this and you're like, that's me. I feel powerless. I feel helpless. I have been entertaining negative, repetitive self-talk for way, way, way too long. And I am somebody that just doesn't believe that I'm capable of big things. Now, in the Unstuck podcast, you guys, we're talking about ways that you can get unstuck so that you can walk boldly into life that you're meant to live. And we have to start working on our belief system so that we know that we are indeed capable. So here's the good news. Is that blueprint that I've been talking about, that subconscious autopilot, it's not written in pen or permanent marker, but in pencil. We can actually choose to rewrite the record that plays in our minds in order to build the belief that we are made and can achieve more. It is not easy, and I will not promise that it's going to be easy, but it is possible if you make the decision, the choice to actually try. The secret to rewriting our blueprint is to literally replace it line by line with what we choose to put in its place. Remember that superpower we talked about a couple weeks ago? We all have the superpower to choose and we can choose to rewrite that blueprint line by line with replacing it with very specific new thoughts. Now I want to call something out into the open. You might think that this retraining of your brain is all a bunch of BS. But I'm going to have this really powerful statement to follow. Now, if you are somebody like that, we're just like, yeah, this is a bunch of BS. Like, I don't think that retraining my brain is possible or it's worth my time and effort. And I'm going to tell you that right now, if you are feeling stuck, it's that same BS that has made up your current thinking. And it's that same BS that is what is making you feel stuck. And it is what's keeping you stuck. So you get to choose your BS. Choose wisely. Are you going to choose the possible BS that's going to be actually retraining your mind? You don't believe it's going to work, but maybe what you've been believing so far is what's keeping you stuck. 
and it's time to choose differently. And so a little funny thing, I wanted to kind of keep this PG. I do sometimes swear. I love Jesus, but I swear a little bit, so I will try to keep it clean. But from now on, every single time you hear me mention BS, I want you to think instead of what you think it means and replace it with belief system, because that is basically what it is for most of us. That BS, that belief system was formed before we really had a choice. It was formed before we had a conscious ability to accept or reject the thoughts. They've just been placed there. Just like it was placed for me that I'm not capable of going to medical school. I'm not capable of doing something big and important with my life. It is time that we start to change the inner dialogue. The negative thoughts are on repeat and start to change things line by line to rewrite our future. So in next week's episode, I'm going to walk you through seven tips that are going to help you rewrite that subconscious script to help you build the belief system in yourself. These are tips that I've personally used over the last couple of years that have made a tremendous difference in my ability to believe in myself and to raise my confidence level so that I can achieve what I believe the Lord is calling me to do. And I am ready to walk alongside of you as you choose to believe in yourself as you choose to retrain your brain to get rid of the negative self-talk and start to believe that you are indeed capable of more. For this week's question to ponder, I want you to ask yourself on a scale from the one to 10, where are you in your belief in yourself? Do you see yourself as being capable of actually achieving the things that you feel you're being called to do? And if you are not a 10, Do you commit yourself to be able to learn the skills and tools necessary to build that belief so that you can rise to your potential and live out the life that you're meant to live? Until next time. Now, don't forget to hit subscribe so that you don't miss any of this awesomeness. And I will see you here next week as we discover ways to get ourselves unstuck and walk together in order for all of us to step boldly into the life that we are meant to live. Now enjoy our imperfect outtakes. Bye. If you're the one who's raising your hand as you're listening to this and you're like, that's me. I feel powerless. I feel helpless. I have been entertaining negative, repetitive, self 